she talks. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hey friends, how are we doing this lovely Wednesday? Shar, what's up? Today's Wednesday? Well, when it comes out, it'll be Wednesday. Oh. Shar's mad at me right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not mad. I'm just... Mm, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Perturbed. I'm aggravated. So, we were supposed to start filming... Oh, sorry, recording at 7. And there is some Grammys Part 2 or fashion show or something. They're always closing down Hollywood Boulevard for something. And I'm on the bus, and all of a sudden we hit a right that wasn't supposed to happen. I ended up somewhere. I had to ask, like, where are we going? Yada, yada, yada. So, but I made it. I was uh, 45 minutes. 42 minutes late. 45 42 in my book. 42 minutes We late. only count the fives and the zeros in my clock. We count all the numbers because all numbers matter. Nope. Hashtag. Um, but anyway, so- welcome. Good seeing you. <laughs> Sean, how are you? How have how you been the past couple weeks? Um, I've been really, 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 really good. I enjoyed my Memorial Day weekend. I started working on a new show um, for a new production company this mm-hmm. week. And they Congrats. worked me to the bone. But I enjoyed it because I don't like being at home. So every time I got agitated, I was like, okay, I could be doing this or I could be staring at my laptop at home mm-hmm. submitting resumes so and i just have a lot in the works and i'm still you know still just being shy amen trying to get everything together how was your past two weeks um it was it's been good so as for i live off the expo line and if you guys don't know what that is in los angeles um they're expanding they're trying to get more new york with their public transportation and um, I live off the Expo line, which goes through South Central, but they extended it to Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. So I was laughing at that because these bike people were not ready. Like they're on the train, like you know, beach trip, we can get Santa drunk, Monica. Santa Monica, and then they get on the train and it's straight fuckery for like the mm-hmm. first like six stops. And it's just funny seeing like you know, because I'm a pedestrian. Like I in New York, that's what I kind of do. Um, and so for it to be here, like to see people's like reactions, like what's going on. Cause if you guys haven't taken the bus or the train, I, I recommend you do like sometime. Cause the people in, that uh, Los Angeles, mm-hmm, in Los Angeles, I think you should do it. No. Mm, I think I prefer the train over the bus. The oh, bus absolutely. brings out a different breed of, oh, yeah. of fuckery. The mm-hmm. train is a little bit more tolerable. Well, it depends on what line you're on. Cause the Long Beach line, I took that line for the first time. And I was in shock. I've ridden the red one, and I mm-hmm. think the I don't I can't remember if it was the dark blue or the light blue, but I rode one of the blue ones that take took me down. I think I I ended up in Long Beach. That's the that's the Long the Beach blue line, one. Mm-hmm. and I remember it had me like on the highway, like mm-hmm. up in yeah, the yeah yeah yes! yeah. That was when I first moved here. I didn't mind the Long Beach, but I was with a, a, a Los Angeles with a Compton native at the time so he worked as kind of like my security and my my tour guide but i didn't really have any any it's just the bus oh, yeah the no, train the, the bus, is fine the bus is just uh right especially with traffic out here and you're like stuck because you can't get off anywhere no you have to wait and, until and, you and get a to car a stop. in a car you can dip and dodge through traffic mm-hmm. a bus you're you, you're just there right with Ain't no all, dipping with, and swerving and dodging. all the fuckery just in your face. But I enjoy it. It's, I like that fact that, you know, people of all nationalities and different experiences, you know, especially in New York, they get to kind of interact with each other. In, in L.A., it's so separate. 
Um, I was scared uh, on New York when I was there. I was scared. On the train? To, I was a little. My sisters were looking at me like I was crazy, but I was scared <laughs> for two particular reasons. One, I thought that I was just going to see rats galore. I didn't spot not one rat when really? I was in New York. I just thought in my head, rats everywhere. And I thought it was going to have a funky smell. And I thought, because I read so many stories of like trans harassment on trains. And uh, I was just scared. Like, okay, I'm with my family. What if someone clocks me for one? Mm -hmm. And then for two, chooses that they want want to bother me. You know? I... So that was something Maybe. that I was cognizant of, but I didn't, ultimately, I didn't end up having to worry about. Like, I had a very pleasant experience in New York, even though it was only for the blink of an eye. I might be going back in August. Really? Uh, yes. For I what? might be going, um, I don't want to prematurely say anything. Okay. But I might be back in August. Whoa. I'm just going to, like, as a matter of fact, after I just said that, I was like, oh, wheel it in, wheel it in. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Don't spill so the tea I, that's yet. all I'm saying is I might <laughs> be true. back in August, so you may need a temporary co-host for oh like it's a, for a while possibly not oh. a, not a, you she, know what is she booked <laughs> <laughs> is she booked we're signing will... contracts and deals <laughs> okay well we we're will, gonna pray on that thing we'll talk later we'll put darling. that into the universe because we, we all love a good paycheck because the rent <laughs> is still due okay. um so we're just gonna dive into the show so we have a couple of fun um different things that we're gonna be discussing today um, the first topic is kind of going to be, I don't know if you guys ever remember, uh, I did, I had, had a vlog before and vlog is video blog. Um, and the first one we did, was about bracing relationships. And I kind of, um, explained my I- ideology when it comes to the whole concept. So I kind of wanted to reel, um, Shara since she has such amazing advice and, um, um, how should I put this? Perspective. Perspective, sure. On a story. So how would you, I guess, tell your partner that you... Well, first, do you believe in breaks? I do believe in breaks. You do believe in breaks. Okay. I do. Okay. I do. Um, not necessarily extended breaks, but I do know that for me, to probably have a worthwhile, meaningful relationship, I know the type of person I am, I know my temperament, and I know mm-hmm. my need for space. And sometimes that may ultimately end up in a temporary break, but it's not a break. Like I, in my head, I imagine if I went on a on if my boyfriend and I chose to do a break, it would be at most four days, at most. Okay. So I don't even know if that counts as a break, but it's just more so like me needing my space to regroup right. and get Char back in formation. Right. So Amen. yes, I, I do believe in breaks, but I don't believe in extended breaks, month breaks, two right. month breaks. Like, or no. indefinite. Right, indefinite. That's silly you to might me. break up. That's silly to me. So um, yeah, but I, I do believe in breaks. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that because, you know, my thing was like, I'd I don't necessarily believe in the indefinite breaks or anything like that. Like, you know, I need I didn't need time until I'll tell you when. No. You know, we're we're all human and we all need, you know, space sometimes. So my idea of a break is, you know, me and the boys go to Vegas for a weekend and I come back and I'm like, Hey babe, I missed you. Like or I mean, it's just it's not something that's gonna be But see, me as a girlfriend, if my boyfriend told me suggested that we take a break and I agree to that because you can't control other people. Mm-hmm. So let's say I agree to that and he ends up going to Vegas. I'm going to be like, what the... F-? Like, to me... Okay, that's... well, what defines a break? Because does a break mean you could have sex with somebody else? 
for me or now, they just mean space. I feel like okay, this is my thing. I feel like it. Every relationship has its own terms. Mm-hmm. In my head, emphasis on in my head. Right. Okay. So this is all in theory. In the event that I was in a relationship where you know there were certain stipulations about bringing other people into the bedroom, or if my man, Three if I gave him a, a hall pass or something like that, I need to be involved. In or at least I need to to be aware of who you're sleeping with and when you're doing it, mm-hmm. because my big thing is I don't want you, as the old folks say, bringing fleas back into my house. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to dip, you know what I'm saying, and I get that things happen, and this isn't me being like subservient to a man or anything. I just know that different relationships. I'm smart enough to know, especially in these Hollywood streets, <laughs> that everything is not always as it seems. And oh, no. people choose to define their relationships and their marriage based on the... That's why you shouldn't have relationship goals because you don't know what kind of relationship they got set up. Right. Okay? You so about your own relationship. That would be my only thing in the event... Now, in a perfect world, I wouldn't want my man, you know, dipping his honey stick in anything else. Mm-hmm. The and I don't even know if I could tolerate that, honestly, while I'm sitting up here talking shit. I don't know <laughs> if I could tolerate the idea of... Taking a break. Not taking a break. We can take a break, but you're not having sex with anyone else. Mm-mm. That's, to me, that's not a break. That's a break up. That's a break up. You're not and having like, sex, and you're me. definitely not calling up the boys and going to Vegas for a few days. No. Mm. Because I... Mm, yeah. It's not an insecurity thing. I just don't trust that. I do not trust that because I know how you... I know... We all know how influential our friends can be. Hell, right. I've even been guilty of that. I can see myself... In Vegas, talking to one of my girlfriends, like, girl, bitch, you want a break, bitch? <laughs> we in Vegas, girl. They got like, NFL nope. players buying nope. us bottles and nope. twerking nope. for nope. a dollar. Nope. Nope. nope, nope, Okay, well, what about Jamaica? See, like, for, Jamaica okay. seems a little safer than Vegas. To okay, me. right, right. Well, not for homosexuals because you know they're a little. Well, yeah, no, I'm saying it seems a little bit more confined. Right, 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 right. Doesn't seem like thoughtlicious city to yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying a trip in general. So, but like, if for you me- want to go to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and check out Roswell Area 51, um, by all means, go. No, no, no <laughs> dead aliens for me. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't even call it a break. I would just if like, If you want to hey, go need, to the Grand Canyon on your trip, by all means, yeah. go. Yeah, maybe But you that. ain't going to know uh, Big City Bright Lights on my watch. Yeah, no, I don't... I, don't th- I think breaks just kind of define broken. So breaks means we're broken up. For me, a break would mean Space that is we both are working towards mending things. Because sometimes Absolutely. things crack. We saw this, mm-hmm. not to bring up Lemonade, but I got a reference B. Mm-hmm. We saw this in the Sandcastle's music video portion of Lemonade. Sandcastle. One of the visuals that she gives us is a vase on a shelf that is seemingly repaired. Like, you can see the cracks. You can see when the, where the vase was glued back together. Mm-hmm. So, to me, I interpreted that as broken but repaired so if we are on a break we Mm -hmm. both need to be cognizant as to why we're on a break and when we come back from the break we need to be on the same page as far as how you're feeling how i'm feeling and the direction that this relationship is headed in because if it's not headed anywhere what the hell was the point in taking a break if we just gonna pick up where we left when we right. come back together we need to be renewed break is restored mend. right we Refresh need to be renewed yourself. restored and and in formation information <laughs> sorry i can resist no you, well, no but that <laughs> but that's a good thing though because like a lot of times people kind of like 
just breathing on each other all day. They're just on, in the house, breathing on each other, sleeping together, da da da. And like you don't have any time, and you kind of lose sense of like yourself. And I've had friends who have like literally been in these relationships, and then they break up, and they don't have any sense of who they are anymore. Mm-hmm. So sometimes a break is just to kind of reiterate who you are as a person, like separate. And you from can your lose yourself in relation, just like in friendships. Mm-hmm. You can lose yourself. Sometimes you have to distance yourself. You have to learn to love solitude. Mm-hmm. And actually, what happened? I burnt my lip. Ouch! Oh, but um, <laughs> you have to you have to learn how to love solitude a lot of the times. Because right. That those are the defining moments when you're just there with just you mm-hmm. and your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Th- those are the the defining moments. Separate master bedrooms. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. And I still stand by that. Amen. Um, I am here for separate master look, bedrooms. Are you know, you sometimes me? I sleep on the couch. Are you kidding? No, you will not be putting dents in my sofa well, in the good room. Right. I'm putting dents in my brain by sometimes not. So I sleep on the couch sometimes. Not in a bad way, but just, you know, space. Yeah, yeah. space is important. So, um,. I've, we've mentioned this before, so I'm going to call this person, the person that I'm currently um, dating, we're going to, um, <laughs> Char just picked up her mason jar <laughs> and took a gulp. Um, we're going to call him Liz. Liv, sorry. Liv is in, like, Olivia. abbreviation for, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm saved in his phone as Fitz. Oh, Jesus. Because I'm, okay. I'm the president, obviously. Um... So, um, we had a discussion the other day, because, and by the way, like, this person is not my boyfriend yet, um, and I just, I was in Upper West Side, because I was at a school, um, that invited me out to kind of talk to their, uh, LGBT, uh, GS, Gay Straight Alliance Club. Uh, Yeah, GSA. GSA, there we go. Um, so I was out there, and then after, I just kind of sat on a bench, because I I was just moving, moving, moving. I was in Boston, I was in New York, I just, like, sat down just to kind of recoup, and I just saw all these stroller daddies. All mm. these men who were just well put together, pushing a kid. And I was like, hmm, I kind of see myself with a kid one day. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit, with a little bit of baby fever. And I text Liv, like, hey, I want kids one day. But nothing like to start a conversation, just like making a statement. Mm-hmm. This turned into a whole low-key argument. About lived, Olivia doesn't want children. Olivia d- is says uh, that they are too selfish to have a child. Well, you got to respect that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not having kids anytime soon. I'm not even married. I'm technically still single. So, like, me sitting here, like, you know, trying to plan out a life with a child is not in it. But it just, I had the moment. Um, so, kids, I mean, you've had baby fever a couple times mm-hmm. on the show. Just mm-hmm. like I just had it last weekend, last Saturday. How'd that go? What happened? Where, you, where were you at? I was at a restaurant with one of my good friends, and we were eating, and we were a few tables down from the restroom, and the restroom door flung open, and I saw the cutest little toddler girl. Oh, my God. She was so cute, and her mm-hmm. daddy was fine, and they were mm-hmm. walking back to the table to meet mom. So I was like, but she was so cute. I was like, oh, my goodness, like... It's only sometimes. I know, like, right now, I feel like it's important to know yourself. And so mm-hmm. for Olivia to say that he is too selfish, you you have no choice but to respect him. Oh, absolutely. But <clears throat> with me, I know that I'm too selfish. In this moment, my late 20s, are you kidding me? No. I am still 
It's it's a luxury to have one mouth to feed and one ass to wipe. Mm-hmm. I look at I look at the, the the things that go on. You know, I used to work in the school district. This is no secret. Mm-hmm. Some of those back to school lists, and I know that how my parents how they kind of spoiled us. Like every year for school, my sisters and I, we had brand new backpacks, mm-hmm, Jansport. Mm-hmm, Jansport. When it came to art supplies, we were Crayola. We were not Rose Art Girls. We were Crayola to the T. And we just had, and then these lists, they want toilet paper. They want, I mean, not toilet paper, excuse toilet me. Paper. They what want um, to? Kleenex. Kleenex. Oh, yeah, Kleenex. Brooms. Mm-hmm. You got to have five different the binders, list. five mm-hmm. different notebooks, a red pen, a blue pen, a black pen, a pen. Like the list, and it's, it's it's too much. Couple that with lunch money and field trip mm-hmm. money, and still got to make sure that your three, child y'all. is doing their homework on top of doing your work. Right, you still have a you whole You have life to worry to about childcare as well. Life. Right, you have to worry about childcare as well because sometimes your hours succeed their hours in school. So who's going to watch your children while you're still at work? It's so much that comes with being a parent. So I ex- especially tip my hat to single parents because mm-hmm. I saw how hard both of my parents worked. I cannot imagine what it's like for single parents well, and, and for children who are products of single parent right. households being latchkey kids and all that stuff. But um, like I said, I go in and out of it and... The cons outweigh the pros right now. My career is skyrocketing. I'm trying to keep traction of my career, and I don't mm-hmm. have time for children right a now. A whole person. But they're cute. They're cute. I'm at a stage now where I will, I love kids. I'll watch your child. I'll spend time with your child, but it's a luxury in giving them back. Mm-hmm. At the end Amen. of the day, mommy, Amen. mommy's around the corner. She'll Auntie be here Char by eight. Auntie and Uncle Jace. Exactly. So I don't this know is a about part-time gig. Right. I don't know about making it a full time gig. Now, in the future, right in I the do future. see myself with children. Okay. Yes, in the future, but I feel like I'm going to be an older mom. Do you... I already feel that way. Okay, so how about this? So this is kind of where the argument kind of came into play. Okay. So would you want to be a single parent, or would you have to? How would you have to be with somebody to raise a child? Um, I don't. I don't think I have to be with someone. I go through these notions. I don't know if you know too much about Shonda Rhimes. Shonda mm-hmm. Rhimes wanted the with children two, right. with no. She didn't want marriage. She didn't want a husband. Mm-hmm. So she went. And she had the children. Right. And got the children, you know. So, um, right now, I see myself, I don't need, I want to be in in such a great position like Shonda, especially financially, where I would need to parent, but I still feel like it takes a village to raise a child. Right. So, I feel like that child needs a myriad of trusted adults mm-hmm. around it, but I don't feel that I need a partner to help I could I could do it by myself mm-hmm. and I'll be more established like like I said I know that I'm probably going to be an old my grandmother my grandmother was a young mother but for example she had my mom when she was in her 40s my mom's the youngest of 10 oh my god so she had my yeah she had my mom when she was in her 40s um my mom all of all of my friends parents I remember growing up they were young none of them were really in my mom and dad's age bracket my mom waited until she was 30 and I didn't get that but I used to get upset because a lot of the parents were you know these, your young, kid, these your, young bops your kid's 14 and you're 36 mm-hmm. and my mom was like celebrating her 44th but mm-hmm. like I didn't understand <laughs> it but as an adult 
who pays bills and te- like I get it and my mom I think was a smart woman and I know that she had a lot to deal with being a woman from the south and growing up in that generation because it was the norm to start your family at right, 20 21 right right, 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 right. so you did. even but even though 30 is literally creeping around the corner Jason and I will both be 29 in six months so 30 what? is are you sure it's June, honey. Our birthday's in January. Oh, my God. We'll be 29 in oh, six months. I'm, I'm behind. So, okay. um, <laughs> so 30 is literally around the corner. I still cannot imagine having a child um, then. So yeah, I don't know no. where my headspace will be. So what, like 35? Um, I think I could be a very 34-year-old mom, 35. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Kim did. Kim, yeah, Kim, Kim was, was... No, Kim, Kim was 33. Okay. Well, around that, 33 right, 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 to 35. Right. I can see myself, but I need to get my career. My career needs to skyrocket because mm-hmm. I really, I hate to say this about precious little babies. I don't need anything to slow me down right now right. because Love I still right. have things that I would like to accomplish. And that's not saying that kids uh, defer your dreams, but I mean, let's keep it real on Kiss I and mean, Tell. Look they at can. But they can. I don't mm-hmm. want to be that old. I'm not trying to be a 50. 50. No, I'm talking about before when she disappeared and. Oh, yeah. Her, her quote-unquote niece. But what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that children are going to defer your... But we've all seen no, examples. They are. We've all seen examples of people with big dreams and great potential who've totally been thrown, to, tossed to the side because they popped out a few babies. Mm-hmm. And right now, I just do not have the time, the patience, or the headspace, or the space, honestly, mm-hmm. for that. Because like I said, ain't nothing like... Worrying about what I'm gonna eat versus what we gonna eat, and yo little badass is a picky eater. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have time for that. I worry right. about one mouth to feed and one ass to wipe, and there's a luxury in that. Right. Yeah, I think that that argument because for me, I want, I want to be in a stable like relationship, marriage, where that what that may look like before I have a child. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I'm gay and I won't accidentally have any mistakes makes it even better. So it's just like, but the argument came because like, I want to be with somebody and like raise a child as like a partner and um, no shade to single parents or anybody mm-hmm. else out there, but that's what I personally want. That's what you and prefer. that turned into, well, you don't want kids because it's dependent on somebody else. I said, no, 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 no. Well, let me, I do want kids. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you want, because I was listening, I don't know if our listeners listen to the read. I think I've referenced them a few times, you but um, they had a similar conversation, not really similar, but I remember Kid Fury this past Thursday was saying that he wants to be married or he doesn't mind the notion of marriage, but he, when it comes to children, he wants to have the child himself and kind of bring that child to the union. So in the event some shit fucks up, he ain't got to worry about if I don't want to see your ass ever again, I don't have to. It, it doesn't have to be this petty Sierra future of mm-hmm. I, for the rest of, you know, for the next 18 years or whatever. Now I got to take him to see his his other dad. You know, I'm speaking from Kid Fury's point of view. Right, right, his right. other dad, you know, twice a month, every weekend. And I kind of saw that like when I'm done with you, I'm done. And I don't want that linkage. So I saw where he was coming from with that. So my question to you is, would you have it that way? Or do you want to come together with someone and you all get a child? And if you if, if you do want the latter, in the event your palace unfolds, your palace 
I'm speaking from Mama D. Your palace, yes, dissolves <laughs> and erupts. Could you handle seeing that person? Especially, this mm-hmm. is my follow-up question, okay, especially, especially mm-hmm. if that person progresses at a faster rate than you do. Let's say that you're with someone, you all have a child, you end up separating, and you have to take that child. You you got primary custody. Mm-hmm. You have to take that child to see your ex-husband, mm-hmm. who is now remarried, who got somebody real quick, or, you know, and a woman. is married to Becky with the good hair, or Bernard with the good hair, <laughs> and you're still single. Um, could you be mature enough to handle that? I could. I could. If he married the person that he theoretically cheated on you with, I could. You can handle Becky, for the sake of the Becky child, with the I good hair around your baby. I can, I can handle Becky with the good you hair. You are better than my, me. I can handle it because, like, the thing is, 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 like, I don't. I want, want to. It, like you said, like it takes the tribe, and I do. And like for me, like having a child separate and bring it into, like, no, I'm not. I mean, if that's what you want to do, then sure. But that's not what I want. I want it to be. A collective thing like we're this is what we're either we're adopting or surrogate whatever the case may be and we're making a decision together as a unit to bring the child as a contribution to society that's what i want i don't want this necessarily like have my own thing and then bring them into a situation because that could even get messy too because at, if you break up it's just like well where's daddy so-and-so well me daddy jason daddy that um, is true that so-and-so are no a- longer together and like for me you know, I've, I'm a product of a divorced family, and I just remember, like, growing up with, you know, my two parents, so I turned out fine, I think, at least. Um, but I remember, like, you know, my dad, like, having girlfriends or even having wives, and these people who are, like, our parent figures all of a sudden just being gone. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you're my mother for, you know, a year. And then one person didn't even, like, say bye. It was just, like, one day we came home and she was she dipped out. So, and then we had, like, these people who were, like, were looked upon as parents, and then, you know, after four years of marriage and, like, a lot of martinis, like, it's done. I've never experienced that, so I wouldn't... Yeah. I, I see where you're coming from That's, with that. Yeah, so, like, in but, that sense, I wouldn't want... I would want it to be a joint thing, because, like, I had both my parents. And, like, even though they were divorced and I had to switch houses every two days, which is excessive, I still had both of my parents. I mean, I see this play out all the time on Twitter because you all know that I practically live on that thing. But mm-hmm. I see this play out all the time. I saw this woman just get into it with her baby daddy, ex-husband, whatever, on Twitter because the woman that he cheated with was now his new girlfriend. And she was posting pictures with the baby, with the toddler, kissing the toddler, like in the mouth, like, mm, look, like almost like a mommy kiss, like an innocent mm-hmm. kiss, not a pedophile kiss. And then they were saying, like, the mom... Wanted to keep the baby's hair natural, but the dad and the the cheating bitch girlfriend wanted to, per- wanted to perm it. Like, see, I can't do things like that because you're not putting a perm in my four year old's head. I will no. kill both of y'all. But I mean, so, that's just a level of maturity, though. Like, I my parents did it, and I, I'm not gonna spill my parents' tea, but it wasn't a clean cut divorce. But for the sake of their two children, they kept it you together. You do have to work, but it, it, you're right. It depends on the key players. Mm-hmm. I, I will give you that. Right. But see, that's where it gets a little slippery slope. That's why I just rather follow after Shonda Rhimes at this point. <laughs> I do not on. mind if I get the if I get the Oprah type lifestyle. Have my children. Mm-hmm. I would not mind. So surrogate adoption. Um, right now, I, I would say surrogate. Okay. Because, and it's not something as vain as, oh, I want the baby to look like me. It's just, I think with surrogacy, you pretty much know, like, I know what my family has. My thing with adoption is, people have different family histories. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's in your lineage and the adoption 
agency may not know either. You could be batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Alcoholism, for example, is hereditary. Right. What if you turn out to be an... You know what I'm saying? So I'm not against adoption. There's just certain things that I would have to know before I invite it. I don't know that this child's energy was this child birthed out of confusion. That's not saying that the child is a, a, a rotten egg. Toss it to the side. I just need to know... What was the situation where you birthed from a rape or something like that? I need to know the energy that I'm bringing into my space. Mm -hmm. And I need to know the damage. I mean, not the damage, excuse me. The emotional baggage that the child may carry. You know, there's certain things that are are hereditary. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I know what runs on my side of the family. Mm -hmm. And ideally, my man will know what runs on his. So it's just easier to do a surrogacy in my head. But even though it's more expensive, but adopt, there's plenty of people, plenty of kids and and, and 10-year-olds and things like that that are on the adoption list. But my personal gripe with that, and I'm being honest, is I just need to know family histories. I don't know if I'm going to wake up and you're going to be standing over me with a knife because you got a sleepwalking disorder or something. Like, you know, it's just certain things. I'm serious. Jace is laughing, but I'm dead serious. There are just certain things you just don't know about people. And I don't know your mama. You don't know your mama. You don't know your daddy. We don't know what's going on, what happened with them. And, you know, mm mm-mm. Yeah, I I mean, that's very, like, circumstantial. Because, like, even my cousin, my cousin is adopted. And she's, I want to say, she will be six next month. But she was adopted, and it was the process was her birth mother was in jail. And they literally let her out to have the baby. Okay. And then put That's her ass right back in bars. That's not uncommon. Right. So, and then what if the... Remember we saw like in the 90s, I don't know if they can still do that, but the parent is hunting down... You know, the bio parent is hunting down the child. Mm-hmm. Or what... It, we've seen even examples of adoptive kids being raised in loving, supportive families. And still, not that I fault them for this but still researching their biological parents and Mm -hmm. you know to me that i don't know that mm, you're like no i read but i mean that's it's something that you kind of have to respect because a lot of people want to know where they came from yes that's why i said i don't hold that against them but we've seen a lot of crazy examples right yeah i don't know crazy news stories they kill the adoptive parents because they got money they they link up with their bio parents and create this devious idea to kill the oh, the ad- <laughs> like seriously I've seen stories like this I think that happened in Kansas City a few years ago. Well, I Someone think I'm linked gonna... up with their biological mom and they conspired to kill the adoptive mom for no reason because she other than she had money and they were looking for a come. It's like as soon as the child linked with this bio mom, it turned evil. Uh. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> knew well, where the jewels were kept. Knew the combination to the safe. Well, I think I'm going to be adopting. I'm going to raise my child, whether they have all types of crazy genetic issues or just not. I shouldn't say issues, but their genetic makeup not necessarily be. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm batshit crazy too, so I can't even put anything on anybody else. Um, but I'll probably I'll probably adopt, and it's more inexpensive too. Um, it's more expensive than surrogacy? Inexpensive. Oh, inexpensive. Yeah, yeah no, sir. Oh, you have to pay a human it, being to carry a child? Like, they're going to charge you. Yeah. Um, and they can be crazy, too. We've mm-hmm. seen movies of that. Hello. There's a new one coming out now. Did you see that story about... Um, okay, so this is interesting. I saw a story where a single male hired a surrogate mother, and when she found that she was pregnant with, I want to say twins or triplets... It was basically more than the amount of kids that he wanted. And so he wanted her to abort one of the child, the children. And he was just like, well, I'm paying you 
to I would have carried all three and then we can what's his face because that where that gets skimpy is yes you're paying me but it's my, my fucking body, body right yeah yeah so my that... fucking body at the end of the day and mm-hmm. I ain't a born shit right we can put these babies up for adoption or something but I'm not you, hell I'm not going through that yes you're paying me but I'm not about to lay up on that cold metal slab of a table mm-hmm. and no 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 yeah no. so I'm happy that she kind of stood up for herself and she actually hell had yeah. all the kids and then I think she ended up adopting the one that wasn't wanted by her she would be a person. fool not to stand up for you don't get paid that much oh yeah yeah it was a big deal um, that's some sick shit sick um, so kind of switching over to this year has been a very active year actually Bernie Sanders yesterday was at Hamburger Mary's in West Hollywood and this and just a few hours ago it was announced that Hillary has the Democratic nomination mm-hmm. but go ahead I saw but, the pictures I've never been to Hamburger Mary's but I know a lot of people who go and I did see the pictures of Bernie Sanders there. wait she had the Democratic oh wait she has the like Yes, it was in... Where have you been? Oh, I did not see that. It was just... Yes, it's all... It's number two trending topic on Twitter. Wait, so what about tomorrow's voting? This doesn't matter? It's the primary. Um, I'm still voting, but it was... Yeah, it was announced that Hillary is the Democratic forerunner. It's going to be Clinton hmm. versus Trump. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well... Wait, you're still voting, but, but does it matter, though? It well, I don't know if it ever mattered because it's just the primary. I think it's just to get a feel. Well, I thought the primary was to determine who was going to be the candidate. Right, I thought that we were like the cliffhanger state, but I guess not. But it's already been decided. Um, I didn't read the full article, but it's something. Go ahead, keep talking because it's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's something that I saw. Somebody determined it. Hmm. It's all over though. Interesting. I didn't see that. I was. Focus on trying to get here on time and avoiding the Grammys. Oh, were you really? Uh huh. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of just want to touch upon uh, just Hillary Clinton has enough delegates to become the first female presidential candidate of a major party. Wow. Well, she was actually at Lamont Park. Actually, I think right now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Her campaign, but I mean, congrats to her. Um, my friend is actually works for her out in New York. The, the first, office. I'm just going to read the first uh, two paragraphs because that has the T. Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton has secured <laughs> enough delegates to claim the Democratic presidential nomination, the Associated Press said on Monday night, making her poised to become the first female candidate of a major party for the White House in U.S. history, a victory in Puerto Rico's primary on Sunday, that's what it was, Mm, and and additional pledges of support from superdelegates helped Clinton cross the threshold a day ahead of California's primary and almost exactly eight years since conceding her first presidential campaign in disappointment. And this is via the L.A. Times. Hmm. Well, get it, girl. Yeah. Well, I guess well, I guess voting tomorrow doesn't really matter. I'm still voting. Do it. Um, but I just wanted to touch upon uh, just where we are with because I don't think from the general consistency, like when someone's name actually on Twitter is um, 2016, none of them because he is not really impressed with anyone who is running, mm-hmm. um, and therefore people are saying that they're not going to vote. So I kind of wanted to get like your take on kind of the Demo- well I'm gonna assume that you're democratic 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> um, my thing is, for in in that instance, I totally agree with him. This presidential election mm-hmm. has not excited me. Mm-hmm. This will be my second one. Um, my first one, of course, was the goat. Mm-hmm. Barack, Barack and Michelle Obama. Obama. So that was like a dead giveaway. And it wasn't because he was black or from Chicago like me. It just was, he was a literal breath of fresh air for me. And right. with that being my first presidential election, uh, I don't even want to get into it because I remember it like it was yesterday. And I hope that nothing ever happens in my life where I forget that moment. I literally remember that like it was yesterday. So um, throughout this presidential campaign, none of the candidates have impressed me, but I do mm-hmm. know that I will continue to vote right. because at the end, the end goal is I don't really give a fuck who ends up in the White House as long as it ain't Donald J. Trump. Right. So not voting isn't going to keep Trump from the White House. And what shocks me about a lot of Sanders supporters, and I don't really even like talking politics because I like Sanders and I like Clinton. Um, But it's like they almost would rather see Trump in the White House than Clinton, which fucks me up. Because I'm not interested in the least of seeing Donald Trump in the White House. Mm And I feel like people really, 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 especially uh, those millennials, need to be careful with their language. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're Mm -hmm. not impressed, fine. Don't be impressed. Like I just said, I'm not impressed by any of the candidates. But I do know the end goal for Shar is to not see Melania Trump secede Michelle Obama. Okay? I'm not here for that inauguration. And y'all, if we get a chance to Google her, because she is an interesting... So yeah. I'm not I'm not here for that. So I I will do everything in my black ass power to see and you know within the polls to mm-hmm. see that the Trumps do not end up in the on uh, Pennsylvania yeah. in Washington D.C. Absolutely, yeah. I was kind of so hesitant about like the primary just even voting because like like I said I'm not really impressed with, and like we're the same age. So my first election was a Barack Obama, and I remember like yesterday too. Like I had actually had my my birthday was on um, the inauguration. The inauguration. I had my 21st birthday was in a Barack Obama themed birthday party, and we had black and white or black or Barack Obama shirts, our Jello shots that were mm-hmm. uh, red with the pop off vodka of the plastic bottle. But I remember when he went, and it was uh, I called my grandmother. She's the first person I called. I remember I was like. Hello? Have you, have you ever talked about Nana Corey on Kiss and Tell Radio? Is that the one in Connecticut? In Connecticut? Yes. Yes. Know. So I call Nana Corey. She's the bougiest woman you'll ever meet in your life. Um, so I call her, and it's probably about like midnight out in Hartford because it's on the East Coast. And I'm like, hey, Grandma, Grandma, guess what? We won. Silence. Hello? Baron? Let me tell you. I never dreamed. Growing up in the underbellies of Alabama, mm-hmm. that we're talking about the first black president with my grandson. And I will never, ever, ever forget that. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. well, hey, we won, girl. But like, it was that, an amazing moment, amazing not only moment. for our generation, mm-hmm. but that generation, not even counting our parents, but our grandparents, right, our grandparents. who were fortunate enough. And I think the, the best. Um, the best type of uh, like film, for example, or entertainment feature that we have to document that, I'd say, is The Butler. Because to me, that's reflective of my grandmother's, even though my grandmother wasn't a slave, but my grandmother was, she lived to be 99. So she saw a lot. She was born in 1913 and she passed in 2012. So she saw Ooh. a lot, okay? Mm-hmm. She was born the year after the Titanic sank, okay? Oh my God. So um, <laughs> the year that Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated was founded. So, um, okay. yeah, it, it just was, it was overwhelming for me. I, I, 
when Barack Obama, when that was announced in the fall, this was before, you know, his official inauguration, but when it was announced that that was our president, I just bawled. And, and it was magical for me to be at an HBCU because we all just turned, it brought everybody together like oh, never before. Oh, I'm sure before. it was lit. It was fucking lit and i there i was you mm-hmm. know me right in the mm-hmm. middle of the in the middle of the parking lot asking for my space in a moment because i was but all my friends were like turning up i was literally bawling because i remember how much what that meant for me like wow wow mm-hmm. wow like literally that's all like that's the only thing i can say is wow you're hilarious you're, you are emotional oh Wow. Wow. Amen. Because who'd have thunk it? I in mean, our lifetime. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? And, and and for two terms at that. For two terms. So, and speaking of which, uh, Michelle Obama, what's the name of the campaign? We were talking about, I think I was talking to Marcus about this. Michelle Obama is, no one will ever, 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 ever touch Michelle Obama. She, I will miss her. Oh, I told yeah. Twitter this morning to debate their edgeless auntie because she announced a campaign today called hashtag state of women. Go check it out. It has everyone in it. I think it's going to take place June 14th and it has everybody in this ad from Oprah Winfrey to Tina Fey to Meryl Streep to Laverne Cox. And that is hmm. in my bed this morning. I wept again because you're crying. I cried this morning looking at that ad because to see someone like Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. who is so powerful, so poised, so smart, to see inclusional intersectionality right. was that's to me that's groundbreaking. So Absolutely. to see all of these women, they, they had Indian women in saris and head wraps, and like I said, Oprah and Meryl and Tina and and Jessica Williams. Tina Knowles? Uh, no, 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 Tina Fey. Oh. Um, and Jessica Williams from The Tonight Show, I think that's what she's on. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see Laverne Cox, to see a black trans woman represented in this ad was something, it was revolutionary for me. It was literally revolutionary. And it may not be revolutionary to some of you all, but just the way that the media has been handling trans issues. Right. Late, like for the past couple years, I want to say it was about a year ago, June 1st, 2015, I saw on Facebook, my Facebook memories, June 1st, 2015, was when Caitlyn Jenner's Vanity Fair cover dropped. Mm-hmm. And it was announced with the Arthur Ashe thing was happening in July. Right, the, right, 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 it, right. And I Am Kate was starting in July. And I, I remember going through my... Well, I just did it on the first. Going through my Facebook feed and all of the problematic stuff that people said and the dangerous hate-mongering, hate-speech, right. fear-mongering. Still going on. And now we're BS. having this dumbass bathroom discussion. And to see the first lady... Of the United States mm-hmm. include Laverne Cox. And it wasn't just, oh, Laverne said a few words type thing. I'm going to have to show you the ad when we wrap. Right, 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 right. But she's all throughout it. And to That's me, I was good. in my bed like this and I wept. Not cried. I wept. Not cried, wept. Because it wasn't a cry. It mm-hmm. was an ugly, uncontrollable cry in my bed. And then I got up and I, I and I prayed. And I Jesus did some, wept and so did Sean. I did some yoga stretches like Amia suggested. And then I got in the shower. That was the start of my morning. I swear to God. I, I, I believe every <laughs> single word of that story. I swear to Jesus God. Jesus wept and so did yes, Shar. I wept. It was not a cry. And it was not cute. Cry. It was not a cute cry. Well, I'm happy that your face was all twisted mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. The Kim Kardashian cry just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, as soon as she mm. um, got. Well, that's good. I mean, I want to see it. Let's just let's everybody stay prayerful and be. Make sure you fucking vote, okay? Right, 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 right. right. I don't care who you're voting for. Just make sure that you Exercise take your, your ass right. to the polls and make sure you fucking vote because this election 
is probably the most important election of our adult lives. Mm -hmm. I cannot stress that enough, especially for millennials like us and right. people after us participating in their first um, their first election. It's important for everyone, but especially for millennials. This will probably be a defining election Absolutely. for our life. Like, it's so important. Donald Trump is fucking crazy. Y'all need to vote. Quit that. Quit with that bullshit. Right. Get out there and vote. Exercise your right. Um, so wrapping up. So about my African American. <laughs> Fuck wrong with him. So I see, sure. So actually, I saw this. I saw this um, video, and I have several friends who are flight attendants, and I saw this video online on Facebook. And um, when I actually saw it, I was like, "Well, duh." But from the comments I was reading, I was like, "Oh, people are kind of on different sides." So basically, JetBlue, this woman was traveling. Oh, from... I didn't look at any of the comments. Maybe I should do that while you're talking. Look at the comments. Yeah. Um. So. We're watching this video. I'm watching this video, and basically, this woman was on a JetBlue flight from Seattle to Boston, or Boston to Seattle, whatever. She was flying in the plane, and she had the shorts, um, the short shorts. And JetBlue told her that she was not allowed to be on the plane and had to go and buy new shorts to fly. And the shorts, to be fair, I'm looking at them. The shorts are really, really short. I'm sure Jace will probably include this link in the description mm -hmm. box for this episode. The shorts are short, but you can tell that they're shorts and not panties, in right. my opinion. And she had matching socks. I mean, they're really, they're actually really fucking ugly. Um, but people were taking sides and kind of going back and forth with, you know, well, it what should, was right. It should be noted mm -hmm. that this girl offered... To, I guess she had a hoodie she could tie around her waist, mm -hmm. and she had a blanket that mm -hmm. she put, and they refused. They said right. she had to get off, the flight, get off the flight, which is mm -hmm. why. Right. If I'm offering to cover up, why must I remove myself? And the shorts aren't short, you know, super short, where it would be like, oh, unhygienic right. or whatever. Her pussy lips were out. Like, right, no, no it's nothing like, like they, that. They look like some short shorts. First comment I see is that JetBlue gave her $200 and reimbursed her. Right. For the shorts, and they're still mad that she's complaining. Well, folks, in all honesty, I would still probably fucking complain too. Right. Because typically when you get on flights, you got somewhere to be. Mm -hmm. and you, whether it's rescheduled or not, you have somewhere to be. When you woke up that morning and you got dressed and you double checked your bag and made sure all of your shit was in there, you knew, okay, this is a 2 p.m. flight. By 8 o'clock, I'll be in Houston. So to get on the plane, you get past security, you've taken your shoes off, stood in that x-ray thing, taken your laptop out of your bag, all that fun stuff, got your Starbucks, waited in your terminal, and I get on this plane, and y'all mean y'all are telling me that I can't get on this plane, I can't ride to Houston because of some shorts, and I have offered to cover up? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. $200 reimbursed. That wouldn't have been enough. I still would have bitched about it. Hell yeah. Are mm -hmm. you kidding? And any everybody complaining, saying that they... Uh, I mean, everyone commenting, saying that they wouldn't, I feel like they're a load of crap. I feel like everybody would still complain because I, what, have somewhere to be. Mm -hmm. No, I definitely agree because I was reading and I was just kind of like, and actually one of my good friends, I was actually when that posted it and he was a flight attendant and he was just like the audacity of people and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like the audacity, she was wearing some fucking shorts. And let me, let me just read it. Oh, the entitlement, that's what it was, of some of these parents. Oh, I'm that's, sorry. This yeah, is the video this is... that's playing right, the video that she's playing right now. Yeah, I'm just But uh, the entitlement it. of some passengers, that, 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 like. 
They were going from Boston to Seattle. Boston to Seattle. So that is a coast-to-coast flight. That's a long-ass flight. Yeah, and people were talking about hygiene and stuff like that. And I was just like, okay, well, I mean, they're shorts. And short shorts is nothing new. Like, they, people make songs about who wear short shorts. And the shorts, like I said, and to me, they're not that short. They are short. They're clearly not panties. They're ugly as fuck. I think that was the only thing that she kind of, like... So my thing is, like I said, I'm reading this video because mm-hmm. um, I've paused it. And what I find interesting, what I didn't catch the first time is, at first I did think maybe it was something hygienic. But a JetBlue, this was on a JetBlue flight, you all, mm-hmm. from Boston to Seattle, so coast to coast. They said the gate and onboard crew discussed the customer's clothing and determined that the shorts may offend other families on the flight. Right, yes, that part. So y'all got me all the way fucked up. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't even concerned about what's going on in my panties. Right. Used like, you talking about... Has, so, so you mean to tell me no family has even complained? But because my shorts might offend, there's a possibility that my shorts... Mm-hmm. On a flight, we're sitting down. Right. When I stand up, ain't nobody gonna see my shorts. Mm-hmm. This sounds like she was targeted for some nonsense, honestly. Well, she looks kind of kooky, to be honest. I mean, but the shorts, her name's Maggie. She flew from New York to Boston earlier in that same outfit. Oh, okay, that's what it was earlier. So she was transferring Mm -hmm. the flight. Right. So if it was, I wonder. She had to lay over. It it probably was a different airline, though, because I'm like, who did she fly with? But um, this Or or it could have been JetBlue, too, because it just sounded like she was kind of picked out. Like, you know, like... Man, you're short. I, I don't even know how I would even handle the situation. I probably would be like, no, I'm getting on the flight. Like, shut up. Like, how would they... How, well, like, they'd probably arrest you. Arrest me for wearing short shorts? They'd arrest you because they told you no, and you're like, whatever, I'm going to get on this flight. And now you're in... That is real. I mean, I've seen people get arrested on flights, and it's... But they say JetBlue's... It should be noted JetBlue's passenger contract allows them to refuse people. Yeah, I would have had a whole campaign as well. clothing is lewd, obscene... And patently offensive. Well, you know what? These shorts, while they were short, her ass was not hanging out because Mm-mm. guess what? She ain't have no ass. Mm-mm. You didn't see no camel toe, no nothing. nothing. They were short shorts, and this girl should not have been kicked off of that damn flight. Because on flights, you do what? You sit. And then especially because she offered to cover up. Right. It sounds like they were on a witch hunt. They were determined to, to kick her off of this flight. So yes, even though they might have tossed $200 at her and might have reimbursed that flight, that is not good enough for no, Char. Because guess what? Char would have went At least on a year. the most nasty Twitter rant. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm reading the comments too, like, she's on a flight, not the club. Like, who the fuck cares? Her pussy and ass was going to be on the seats. And all she, she wants them to, all she wants them to do is apologize. Right. They gave her a flight voucher and everything, and she wants an apology. I would want one too. And I might take this to court. Mm-hmm. I might have taken this to court if I were her. And you know what? She still may. That's absolutely ridiculous. Right. That no, is I, I absolutely agree. I'm ridiculous. happy to show them because like, I was actually shocked because I went on Reddit. I was just like, this can't be like, this is dumb. Like, people are actually siding with her and people were, there was like an argument. Like, you know, she, of course. Da, da, da. I was like, what do you mean, of course? Everyone I'm seeing is siding with the airline. 
with, so, with the airline, right? Yeah, I'm not. Which is ridiculous. I don't me. see. I don't see their point of view. And when mm-hmm. you all see the shorts, I mean, when the link is posted in the description box, you all go take a look at the the shorts in the video, and you can tweet me and let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. But I think that this is a load of horse shit, and I feel like she's a white girl, but that doesn't stop white people. White people can still be targeted too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she was targeted um, because there there was really no justification to kick her off, especially on the basis of she may offend families. Keyword is may, may. Which is implicit that no one, that implies that no one said anything. That implies that, that I could see if she offended somebody and they said something, but because none of these families that she might offend said anything, like, it's just stupid. It's, right. it's stupid. Well, I'm happy you very, agree very because stupid. I was actually shocked to see some of the comments that people siding with the airlines because I would have had a whole campaign against JetBlue and, very, very and Michelle Obama would be part of that as well <laughs> and LeBron Cox um, so that wraps up this week's episode of Guess on Tour Radio you know what before we go, go ahead. since we're still talking about the camp- campaign I'm going to play the audio since you guys the Michelle Obama it. one yes okay. this is for the United State of Women like I said the hashtag is State of Women mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, it's June 14th I think so I'm going to play the audio for you all to hear We are the United State of Women. The United State of Women. The United State of Women. And when we do better, everyone does better. You with us? Then listen up. When we work, we get paid the same as everyone else doing the same job. We will be the boss of a company, of our company, of a whole empire. Sounds good, right? We, 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 we are United States of Women. Somos el Estado Unido de la Mujer. We are in charge of our own bodies. Every beautiful part, every powerful part, every which way we want to use them. It's our choice when to say yes and when to say no. Because duh. Literally, duh. We're earning more college degrees than ever. We're coding like it's nobody's business. Doing whatever we want. Like it's nobody's business. Because we have ideas. Game-changing ideas. World-changing ideas. This is our movement. Turning struggle into strength. Auntie Y'all hear that? <laughs> Together we got this. We got this. Today will change tomorrow. The United State of Women. Hashtag you can visit State of Women. And you can visit the United State of Women.org for more information. And you can visit Char says so's Facebook page to see the video if you need to. Or Michelle Obama's Instagram is posted. So that is well, like I said, why I was just good. I can't Laverne's wig was sitting. Everybody looked good. Mm-hmm. Everybody looked good. So, yeah. Damn. Just wanted to share that. I'm happy to. Like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm about to cry again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, Sorry, not really cry. Like... Weep. 
Excuse my French. I got a little emotional again, but I'm okay. Shara's <laughs> in here trying to pull it together. I can't. All right. Well, <laughs> check out the video. Of, we have a couple of videos to check out. The United States of Women as well as the... We can include that link as well as Right, the, right, right. The yeah. pussy lip ones that weren't really, really pussy no lips. So it was just like short shorts. Um, so yeah, y'all enjoy. Next week, we'll actually have Guess and Tell New York. I actually kind of got them together when I was out there this past week. So Perfect. stay tuned for Dylan and Mark. They will be cutting up, cutting loose. I am excited. I am scared because they are both a hot mess. Um, but I'm actually really excited. So stay tuned. iTunes, SoundCloud, and we just signed on with Reverie. So check that out as well. Reverie, R-E-V-R-Y. It's like the LGBT Netflix. So Guess and Tell oh, will amazing. have a channel on there. We that's just signed. Yeah, so they're, st- they're still setting it up. Hopefully it'll be ready in the next week or so. All right? All right, and we'll be back in two weeks. That's just in time. I think the BET nominations will be announced. Lord. Tracy Ellis Ross and Anthony Anderson are hosting we'll for hosting. the second year mm-hmm. in a row. So I'm sure we'll talk nominations at some point next week. I want to see Usher. Well, next time. I, I'm i not about to get into this with you. I don't. You talking about Usher live? Yes. Oh, girl. Well, it's been fun. <laughs> um, bye, y'all. Bye, guys. <laughs>